Hello and welcome to another episode of Music Cool. Uh, I am Morgan. I am once again joined by uh, uh, secondary host, other host, primary host, primary host, Alana. <laughs> And it's just us today. Hey guys, it's just us. We're in, uh, we're social distancing. Yes. We're in ISO and we're bored. <laughs> All of our shows got cancelled. <laughs> it's a sad time to be interested in the theatre at the moment. We're sad. Many people are sad. Many people working in the theatre are very sad. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have them. jobs at the moment. We were also involved in two shows coming up that are probably not going to happen. If you are, if you do find yourself, uh, you work in musical theatre and you're like, got not a lot to do and you want to come on and be interviewed on the show, we'd, we'd love to interview some musical talent to keep the show going. But we'd have to do it over Zoom. Yeah, yeah, they can come <laughs> on over Zoom or Skype. But, you know, if you want to chat to us about your musical career, just, yeah, you know, get in touch. Podcast at spikytrap.com. That's the email. Yeah, that, uh, that's how bored we are. <laughs> we've got a couple of ideas because this show is normally we go watch a live show and then we come and talk about it. But uh, we've got some ideas to keep the show going through this uh, interesting time of not not nothing going on. <laughs> and so, uh, sad. so we thought we'd maybe start off with a couple of episodes, maybe reviewing some uh, performances that you can watch from home that people might want to check out in because we know we want to still watch theatre. So, uh, what did we start with in this first episode of Isolation Musical? Isolation Musical starts with the best option available on streaming services to anyone. Uh, we saw Newsies, the Broadway musical on Disney+. Plus. Yes, Disney+, Plus came out and we were both stoked when it happened that we, Newsies was on it. Because uh, I've only ever seen it once and it was probably not a legal copy. I don't know how yeah, it, the person got hold of it. Yeah, we saw the dodgiest version of it, like... It wasn't really an experience. People were talking over it when I was like, listen to Jeremy Jordan sing. And they were like, no. Um, but yeah, no, we actually got to sit down today and watch it properly. And it was great. It is a fun time. Yeah. So for anyone not aware, um, this wasn't filmed actually when they were on Broadway. They actually all got back together a few years after they were amazing on Broadway and did a special one-off performance at the Pantages Theatre in Hollywood. As we, as we spent <laughs> five minutes trying to figure out how it's pronounced. I thought it was Pantages for the past five years of my life, so that's fine. <laughs> that's where Hamilton was when I thought I was going to go to LA for a brief moment well, in you, 2016. You were going to go see Hamilton in was, the Pantages Theatre. Yeah, I was, <laughs> but I didn't end up going, so Pantages. I never learned. Pan- Pantages just has more of like a, a feel, like it's a regal, like ostentatious. Yeah, it just feels. But then you go like Pantages. It sounds <laughs> it's not, ridiculous. I don't know. It's probably. I don't. It just but sounds yeah. like people wearing pants there. <laughs> but that's fine. I um, do feel sorry. Like this would have been no mean. Like five years after, like musical cast, they go off, they go do different things to try and get this going again. I assume it was only for one performance. But I think it was doing all lining up all those schedules. Schedules mm. would have been a. Uh, no mean feat. I'm not a hundred percent sure who, apart from Jeremy, from the original cast, was there. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they tried to get as many of the main yeah, roles as they could. Most of them. They like, and it's interesting that they say we're filming Newsies, the Broadway musical, in Hollywood. Yeah. That's not Broadway, <laughs> but it was to a Broadway standard. I can definitely tell you that. Um, it was really good and I know that it was just one performance that they filmed because I remember when it happened in 2017 and I remember they were advertising that they were going to give away free tickets for people to go and see it and that was because um, they had all the cameras actually doing good camera work for it. They weren't just filming from the back of the theatre and zooming in. They were going to have like all rigs like 
hooked up and doing like close up shots and things yeah, like the that. The shots you watch it and they do it's when you watch a full show, they direct your attention, but you have the full picture. And this one, it really is like the shot is what they would be directing your attention to normally. But it's never like, I feel, I didn't feel like I missed anything. No. So yeah, that no. was good. It was good. It was good because you got, it definitely felt like you were watching the musical. Like they obviously the audience was full and they were loving it. It wasn't like they just brought everyone in on stage with no audience and just filmed it like a TV show or a movie. Like it was, it had some good close up shots when you needed them. But apart from that, you usually got to just see more than you would normally like the shots from above while yeah. everyone was dancing were great as well. Um, I don't know, but yeah, free tickets to Newsies. I saw that and I was like, what, how, how can I, how can I get involved in this? But obviously we live in Australia and at the time I was still living with my parents and I had no, money to go to America or no way of getting a ticket or anything. But, you know, we got to see it anyway. We got to see it on stream. Yeah, now you can watch it for the small price of whatever Disney Plus costs. I think $9.99, I'm not 100% sure. Potentially. I do remember when it was released, though, they did a really limited release um, around the world. And I remember it was at the Jam Factory for like one day, only one session. And I was so mad because I had like uni or school or something and I couldn't go it was like a Tuesday in the middle of the day. But they did release it in Melbourne, which is really nice to hear. You should have striked. And went, I should have yeah. striked. <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, we are both familiar with Newsies. But for those listening not familiar with Newsies, what is Newsies about? I think it's the, the original is a movie yes, from a while it's a, ago. It's quite an old Disney movie. I think it's from like the 80s or something. So uh, I haven't seen the movie, but I believe all of the music's in it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, it might not be because Alan Menken did write the music. Yeah, that's and what so I was thinking. When they staged it for Broadway, he might have actually written all the music for the Broadway show. So that's from the 80s and then they've adapted it to become a musical. And um, it's about the 1899 Newsboys track uh, in New York. And pretty much they the prices went up for their newspapers. For their papes. For their poops. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have so many bad accents. The pipes. <laughs> um, and they were not happy about it, and so rather than just dealing with it and slamming it on the streets, they decided to strike. Start a union. Start a union. <laughs> that sounded just really bogan. I don't know what that was. Um, and pretty much, it's all led by this character called Jack Kelly, who is played by Jeremy Jordan, uh, and he's also got his uh, little crippled friend uh, Crutchy, Crutchy, who I think is MP- MVP for the show. Yeah, even though he doesn't do that much, he's so he's cute. So I forgot cute that he's actually like time. gone for like a, a chunk of it, not like a yeah. decent chunk, but like there's a bit. I'm like, oh yeah, they don't break him out; he just comes back later. When we started watching it, because I've obviously never seen it properly in full before, I was like, shit, does he? die i knew he got taken away somewhere and i was like fuck i feel like he dies but no he didn't die spoilers relatively happy ending (laughs) yeah so uh there's also some newbies that come into the the papes right when they're um kind of starting to strike so there's um what's his name davy davy and his little brother uh yeah and they're more like prim and proper they both actually have parents which yeah. everyone like Ugh. which is a rare thing amongst these news boys yeah and they kind of they're more a little bit more sophisticated and so they help kind of the union get going and things yeah. like that along with uh catherine who is a female journalist in nearly 1900 so it's quite unheard of i was like a little mad that she's like kind of apart from the theater owner and performer she's like the 
pretty much the only main female in the whole show. Yeah, um, th- I think there's so there's her. Yeah. And then there's the theater owner, and then there's the secretary. Yeah. The and secretary. then they, I think, between them, they do all the other female roles. Like, oh no, there's another one. There's another girl. There's the dancer. There's the dancer. So the they play the secretary, the, the daughter, and the dancer, and play the nun, the other yeah. female role, the nuns. So I think yeah, and then so the theater owner only plays the theater owner. So there's four yeah. women I think total in the yeah, entire show. Yeah, four or five, which is a bit sad. Which I was a bit annoyed about, but then I was like, but it's so amazing. Yeah, and, and then it's I was also, also like, like it fits it's with the historically times. accurate. Yeah. Like when you're thinking about a musical about a newsboy strike, they're newsboys. They're not news girls. Girls weren't doing that. Girls weren't even journalists. So the fact that we get a character, a strong female character with sass, and you know lots of growth and things like that in it, who is driven with career goals, like is actually quite good yeah. for what we get. And even then like they justify that with being like, actually she is she she can get away with this because her father is a Pulitzer. So yeah. spoiler alert. <gasps> Spoilers. Big spoiler for the musical. Um yeah. <laughs> I would say it's historically accurate, it's facts, but I know obviously the story is fiction, but the actual event is facts. Yeah, so the event the strike is real and that's what the story based around, but I I don't think the characters are potentially real. No, I would just Maybe say Jack Kelly is a name that is real, but it, and Pulitzer obviously is. Yeah. And all the world, all the newspapers. Governor. Uh, Governor. Teddy uh, Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> so I think, yeah, some of the names and stuff are real, but yeah, it really is like a, it could, the actual bol- nuts and bones, I don't know what the expression is. Uh, nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts of the story may just be fiction. Yeah. I don't know, but it was really good. And I think like, because I've only ever experienced the show, usually through listening to the cast recording, I probably listened to it like I've for the last five years potentially. And I've always thought it was amazing. And I like, you can kind of follow the story by just listening to the cast recording, um, but it's worth listening to anyway, because I don't think I hate any of the songs. Some are a bit slower, but like it, it the way, I think the way it builds and then. Mm. Uh, any go- of the Newsboy songs yeah. are great. There's always like a, as if there's a slow moment, like you just chill through that and then it'll pick right back yeah. up after. Like Even just like watching a movie like on our couch for watching that, like I was more interested, obviously because it's a stage show and they're very capturing, but like I was more interested in it and less distracted than I would be with any other movie that we normally watch. Yeah. But that's also just because I like musicals. So. <laughs> and Jeremy Jordan. Yeah, and Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> yeah, it's... The singing's amazing, uh, amazing dancing. It's kind of dance heavy. It's it's interesting because it is such a dance heavy musical, but I still like think it's one of my favorites, which is really strange. But then you think about it and you're like, oh, but the cast recording is also amazing. So it has amazing dancing and singing. Yeah. But I guess like if you think about the songs, like they're really good and they have great harmonies and stuff, but they're probably not that like uh, difficult. Yeah. I don't know. There, some I think some of them are a bit difficult. Some of the parts, but I think for the most part, they for any professional for any performer, professional, it's fine. That you can you need to be more of a dancer, yeah, as the ensemble member of this cast. I also think they're clever with the way they impress you with the songs. You come out being like those those songs are great, but it's actually just like little tricks. Like they're not complicated to teach. Yeah, just a couple of little tricks in here and there that really elevate the songs. That but without Even making them splitting harder to the teach. cast, like rather than one person singing a harmony line, get seven males while yeah. dancing be shouting a different like fucking pitch and it just yeah. sounds so that's the good thing, like it can't be too complicated because they also have to do these like highly technically skilled dances yeah. and sing at the same time yeah. unless you're jeremy jordan of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we were discussing this so the way that um the whole show is laid out is pretty amazing from the start you get impressed with the sets 
Um, so the sets made up of um, the back half of the stage is like three like bits of scaffolding. Yeah, it's like scaffolding. Scaffolding yeah. blocks that have stairs inside them that they can, they're like platforms, they can sing off them and perform off yeah. them. Which is like, it, it, it kind of fits with like the whole like New York, like the site, the ladders on yeah. buildings, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then it works as like, like uh, going up and down buildings or like an elevator inside a building as well. Yeah. Like it kind of works and plays with that or really well. Or even just like a wall that they're standing in front yeah. of for different times. And then these bits of scaff like can roll around and move around. So at the start they push it forward while they're all performing off that and that's awesome. Yeah. But then they're also, you know, pulling it aside and making it the side of a building or like, I don't know, the back banner of where the ladies performing at her theatre. Yeah, they can really make it look like a backstage area or they can they pull down bits of uh, screen and they yeah, project onto that was, them. Um, that was one of my notes as well, that each like kind of block of scaffolding, so it's like a, I don't know, like it's a like, three I, by I three I think it's a three by three. About, yeah. um, so they have like a blind pull down like a, of a scrim and they also project onto that. So it's like a huge scrim on the back, but it's separated by the scaffolding, which makes it look even cooler because it's like it's getting projected on a building or something. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like their sets are awesome. And I think it works really well with their transitions yeah. as well. So And the transitions is the next part because I don't think apart from one kind of spot they had any blackouts at all. They they're dancing, the way that they transitioned was through the moving of the scaff and dancing at the same time. More of like a distraction thing, yeah, it wasn't was, it? Yeah, it was kind of like a play on a play. They would kind of finish the song, but then like lull it and then pick it back up and they would have a bunch of dancing and we'd watch them dance it and the dance would probably incorporate some moving of parts of the stage. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was all flow on, flow off from each um, scene to the next. And that's what you can do, like, if your, like, newsboys are characteristically, like, that's what they do, they dance all the time in terms of, like, in the setting of the show, then the fact that they're dancing and pushing chairs off and things like that to help transition the scene doesn't look weird at all. And it doesn't feel like they're killing time. They're not. It they're just, just, it's just a part of their dance. Like, all yeah. of the props and sets become a part of the routine, which is, like, so sick. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. It was, I think, yeah, the dance, I'm not very dance person, as we mentioned in Billy Elliot yeah. uh, previously. But I, yeah, Aside I do, from your ballet training <laughs> experience. Yes, I do appreciate a lot of the, the way the dance is used in this to enhance or further the show or further the direction of the show. It's yeah. very, and it, I think it comes down to also, like, it's just part of, like, the way the newsboys move. It's like, mm. this is their characters. Like, yeah, they all move around, they them. jump around, they're yeah. not... They're, if they're stopped, they're like completely exhausted and dead. But then if they're moving, they're moving and dancing away. The hilarious thing, I'm not even the hilarious, the amazing thing about the show is if you didn't have any of the dancing, which all of the newsboys are cast as phenomenal, like ballet, acro is what I was saying, but it, you said modern ballet. It'd be like a more contemporary. Contemporary ballet. Like, I like to call it punk ballet, but punk I'm sure there's like dances. a name for Similar it. Similar to Billy Elliot, like flips, but also like plies and spins yeah. and things like that. So they're mainly cast for that. But then, um, oh God, I lost my train of thought. Oh no! So it, obviously their cast is that, but the show itself would be able to operate without any of the dancing. It would still be fine. They'd just have strong acting and strong singing, and you know all the newsboys would just be like angry acting men. Yeah. But the fact that they have the dancing as well just adds so much to it as a show. And it makes you want to, like, it's not like you could just listen to the cast recording and be like, that's fine. I, I'm happy I've seen the show now. Yeah. Like, you go to experience the, like, crazy performance that they're putting on for you. 
And I think that's why I'm like, would be so excited if they did bring Newsies here <laughs> because I just want to see it. Like we've seen it now on TV, but it's not the it's same. It's not the same. <laughs> it really isn't, but it's a, it's a good holdover. But also yeah. with the dance, I think it's a good way of approaching like strikes can be very violent. Yeah. And I think that's similar in Billy They did a lot of dancing or that, that was more of about juxtaposition. They'd have like the violence juxtaposed with the dance class. Yeah. Whereas this one, they used the dancing as a way of showing like conflict mm. so you'd have the, all the fights were choreographed they dances like tumble around each other they tumble around than like being super rough they, or they dodge like m- yeah. they use the dance moves to like dodge a Just swing from a baseball bat movement really yeah. and the scaffolding also helped with that because you'd be like oh no it's like a a tussle down the bottom but then there's also people chasing each other up and down yeah. the stairs behind them in the scaff as well as like and it may not look they may not necessarily be fighting they may be dancing and running around but it looks like a scuffle because of the just the how the hecticness yeah. of what's you going on Tell when they're throwing punches, they're definitely not trying to like make it look like they're hitting anybody. Like Jeremy Jordan like throws a punch and it's like literally a meter away from the guy's face, but yeah. the way that it's choreographed, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it, it that's what everyone's doing. It's not out of place. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was really good because and, and at the same time, it's Disney. Like they yeah. can't be that violent. They can just, you know, sometimes have someone have like a bloody lip or a black eye or something. Or, you know, send the kid in crutches off to... The refuge. The refuge house. <laughs> <laughs> He's got enough going on in his life. Why'd they have to send Crutchy? <laughs> oh, I know. Because he, he was the weakest one. who's the only one they could catch. Yeah, that's true. So, what was your favourite song? Uh, I re- Seize the Day is Good, I think. Seize the Day got a standing O in yeah. the middle of the show. It wasn't even <laughs> interval yet. I think Brooklyn he- Brooklyn's Here is Good. It's yeah. just a bit short and kind of like you, you're in it and then it ends and you're away from it pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, I think my favorite is, is I th- is it The World Will Know? Is that what it's called? Or is it just Yeah, The World Will Know. Yeah. The World Will Know How is good was that? a phenomenal song. I've listened to that one the most on the soundtrack as well, I think. See, like, I haven't. Like, I just, like, I was like, yeah, it's a good song. But then when we were watching it, like, the, it's definitely, like, more of an acting song. Like, all of their faces and, like, their physical reactions yeah. to, like, what's going to happen is what makes it such a good song. Like, there's, it's not, like, amazingly choreographed or anything. They're all just, like, super passionately yeah. singing about I, it. I've only ever watched it, then listened to it. And I think, like, even if you've watched it and then you listen to that song, you can hear it in their voices. Like, yeah. And then if you've seen it, you know what's on the faces, so you picture it, yeah. so you can feel the emotion in that song and, like, mm. the power. I just, yeah, I really like that song. And it's I one of the best songs. I wrote that down, like, just world will know in my notes. And yeah. I was, like, trying to think. I was like, oh, God, what was that again? And I was like, oh, no, it's, like, literally just the way that, they perform it yet that song didn't get a yeah. standing o it's 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 yeah and it's fairly early on like it's beginning it's yeah. like the beginning of the strike song it's when they decide to and they get kicked out of i don't know it's, the so world. it's also very it's like though. the world will know is like the world will know about us but like the world is also the name of the newspaper i picked that up for the first time today <laughs> i was like the world will know like i think because i've listened obviously to the song so many times just without context like i knew that they worked for the world newspaper but i didn't think about it yeah and then when they're going to the gates and it's like the world and i was like oh that's the name of the newspaper yeah it's well. very it's very creatively done <laughs> it is very clever because it's alan menken and jack feldman wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah so lyric music and lyrics by those guys and they're bloody amazing yeah um, what other notes have you got on there? Other notes I've got. Uh, secret dance shoes. <laughs> this is something that came up in the middle of the show that, um, I don't know, I just picked up on. It was even pre-tap number. Yeah. Where they were all just running around. Because it looks like they're wearing like normal like time period shoes. Period shoes, period newsboys outfits. And I think that's how I got there. I was like, cool, they're doing all these split jumps, but their pants aren't ripping. Yeah. Because I reckon they're all secretly, you know, 
manufactured, like secretly put together so that they're all stretchy and like proper dance yeah, outfits. Yeah, well, I think the, the, the period pieces look great and they've also made them perfect for dance. Like they're, yeah. they're loose fitting or they're tight where they need to be and loose where they need to be. Mm. And, and the when shoes, you do look at the shoes, you're like, oh, they're all just wearing slimline little like yeah. booties from they're like, New York. Yeah, like they'd be like little close fitting. But I was like, no, they're secret shoes. dance shoes yeah. because I looked closer and I was like, they look like ballet shoes, but they've just turned them into boots. Yeah, they look like newsies. They, they, they look period, <laughs> but they are, in fact, if you look close enough, it's like they look like very form-fitting and light, like yeah. socks. Super almost. light, super light. And like now I've coined the term secret dance shoes. Secret dance shoes. And it also comes up in uh, King of New York. Where they do the tap. Where they do the tap. And even Catherine had secret dance shoes on because yeah. she had boots on too, but you could see they had the metal tap in them. Yeah. And that was fabulous because if there's anything that I like more than a tap number, it is when they're not obviously wearing those clunky tap shoes. It's pretty crazy to be like, I, d- I always wonder, like, they have to wear tap shoes for the build up. And it's like, I guess they just turn the plate mics off and then like, all right, taps on, turn the plate mics yeah, on. Yeah, because you don't really you don't tell notice until, until people tap. Yeah, they start tapping. And then you realize that they have got tap shoes. And then like, they keep the plate mics on and sometimes you hear them walking around. It's like, why well, didn't I hear this before? It's Simply probably because yeah. they turn the plate mics off. You know why I think they added tap to that number? It's a great song, but Jack's not in it. And they were like, crap, we lose a Jeremy. <laughs> not that he does any of the dances anyway, as we noticed in the middle of pretty much every scene, including Seize the Day. He'll do a little shindig and then him and Davey will split off into the wings. Yeah. And I was we, every time I was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. See you later. Yeah, he, I think <laughs> some of the leading... Um, b- actors are more singing and probably acting focused and mm. then the rest of the ensemble are dance. So you will notice they come and go pretty uh, <laughs> pretty quickly when there's yeah. a big dance number. But on. like because it's like, I don't know, they obviously choreograph it in a way that you don't really notice unless you're kind of looking out for it. Yeah. You, um, won't, you won't notice unless it's not like now they're, you know. They're the only talking. people on the stage and suddenly they leave and everyone comes in. It's like all the guys were already there behind them and they just start dancing and then they kind of weave out of yeah. the crowd. Or even like because of their position, they're like the two main ones. They might be like watching over like, this is my army of dancing boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let the army come forth. <laughs> dance boys, dance. But yeah, no, like the secret dance shoes, the tap, yeah, the t- secret tap shoes. That was definitely something good to pick up on. Yeah. Um, finale medley. What did you think about the fact that they don't really have a finale song? Yeah, there's no like big oomph song at the end. No, is there? and that's another thing is like, so we talk about how the audience gave a standing O in the middle of the show for Seize the Day. Totally fair enough. It's a great song. Very like wowzer, very much like... I would compare it to the Come From Away, um, what's it called? Uh, the Screech In. Screech In. Yeah. Like, it's like a showstopper in the middle of the show. Uh, and I'm just going to generalize here and say, Americans being Americans, <laughs> my experience with international theater is that Aussies are snobs and they don't give standing O's for that many people. Everyone jumped up in the middle of the show, gave me a standing ovation. Same thing happened with the finale medley, which just, like, wasn't that wowing. Yeah. Like, I mean... I loved watching it on um, our screen. So obviously I believe that the show deserves a standing ovation. I'm not being a snob here, but I also think that it's good to have something that really makes you want to jump up. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you like, if you, if they end on a note where you're like, I've already seen this song, they're just reprising it and they're all standing in a line and smiling. Like that's not going to make me need to jump up. Like, obviously I will stand up, but 
you haven't pushed me there yet. Yeah. They also, like, they kind of wrap up the story and then I think they kind of end, because it's a dance, they kind of end on, like, a dance number. Yeah. It's like the, it goes dark and then it's like the newsies yelling and having a good time. Yeah, and for they the do bows. Their, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the lead into the bows, but it's also kind of like the way they end the show is like, we'll go into this dance number and then we'll go into the bows and that'll yeah. be Yeah, it ending. was actually similar to Billy Elliot now, I think Yeah, about well, it. it's got a couple of similarities. I don't know, it's probably just a structure that a lot of shows use, but I'm just like, not 100% down with it. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it is, because it. Normally it'd be like yeah whatever, but we know that the so- the show does have some powerful songs, so it's like yeah, could like what's one more to end with? It would have been what's good. like rearranging the you know structure a bit to make sure that you have that final one yeah, like in a good spot. But then I guess what was the last song before that? Was it Once and for All? Yeah, Once and for All is probably the next big one. Yeah, with they were doing the printing press, which yeah. is a big so- song. It's a big song, and it's one of the best moments in the second half. Like it's the biggest moment. I'd yeah. Say. Because then you go into, like, that happens. It's all the stuff in the office. Uh, they shake hands and have an agreement. And then it's more like, uh, we're having, we're, we're happy now. We're having a good time. And he, yeah. He, we, back we, to normal. And, and like, then they go the back into song. carrying the banner. Yeah. That's right. And it is nice to go back into carrying the banner because you're like, oh, lovely. They're right back where they started, but they're in a better position. Yeah. Which is really nice. But I think maybe they could have had something, like, a little bit at the end just to be like, like just to prove that they're better off because like just do the world will know, but it's now the world did does know. The world does know, <laughs> and I'm the king of New York. But I'm like, yes, we're aware of this. Both of these things happened previously. <laughs> I watched them an hour ago. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just being critical, but yeah. I reckon the one thing would be like maybe if King of New York was shorter or like a brief thing, and then you have like a full song of King yeah, of New York. Yeah, maybe. At the end. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's a good point. Me, me and all my knowledge thinks you should change this beautifully crafted music. I don't know. I, I think we've we've both had, um, you know, experience in structuring and writing and, you know. I mean, that's what structuring is what I'm best at. Yeah, but. for a show. And, you know, like you when you think about it, you're probably like, are they are probably needed like time for the performers to rest or something when the first King of New York is and they wanted to put a tap number in it. And so the perfect opportunity for them was to put it there in that yeah. filler stage, whereas really the right place would have been to, oh, we don't want a filler song. We want a song that actually, you know, is where it's supposed yeah. to be. So rather than them feeling like they're the king of New York just because they got on the front page of a newspaper, wouldn't you really think that they'd feel like the king of New York when they, when they won the strike? It's also, it's also they have a number called King of New York and Jeremy is not present for that one. Yeah. It's like he, he it feels like he might be needed. It's and that's a moment where like it is after the big fight and we're seeing them really and it's also more about Catherine. Yeah. We're learning more about Catherine and it is about what they like what this is what's going on. Well mm. Jeremy's not there, but it's also like maybe another song could have been used. I loved I her character as well. She was so sassy. Yeah, very and, sassy. Like, quirky and funny. And I think it's like it's really kind of refreshing after watching a lot of period shows where women are characteristically boring to see that they've written a character that is in just before the 1900s that is like has the depth of female characters now like she was just like she was very much like not taking any of his crap yeah she was very likable yeah sassy had a personality had a personality but like also needed growth like she doubted herself but she had like a passion yeah but then she also had the secret about her dad like i don't know like her and jack uh like 
definitely likable characters and they like grow as well, which is what you like to see, which yeah. is much, definitely what I would like to see in Jeremy Jordan's <laughs> character that we're watching on another show at the yes. moment. <laughs> yeah. So we'll quickly move on to that unless you have anything else about Newsies you want no, to say. It was great. I think everybody should, if they have Disney Plus, watch it. Yeah. It's, it'll get, it'll give you your fix until we it'll, come back yeah, with another one for your live show fix because it was actually really nice. Like, we were supposed to be going to six this month. We were supposed to be going to Broadway next month. Yeah. Like, and that's definitely not going to happen. We were going to be seeing Beetlejuice, Hamilton, Hades Town, probably something else. We're probably going to see them when we go back in October, but we might not. And it's actually really sad. So the fact that we can watch a Broadway musical on TV uh, while we're stuck at home, being safe and protecting the, the <laughs> community from coronavirus, it is nice to be able to watch something and yeah. it like of all the musicals that exist that you could have streamed from home newsies is a great choice. it's up there i think yeah, yeah we started we started favorites. big so yeah, yeah we if did you start big. if you already have disney plus definitely check it out if you're considering getting disney plus it's oh it's one reason to get it there's other reasons you but that's also, one reason to get it their free trial is only for a week which yeah. sucks but, but if also it gives you a week to watch news ten dollars and like if you think about you know that's like the price of a glass of wine that you can't go out and buy anymore because all the bars are shut. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we've also been watching another musical Jeremy Jordan thing in this time. So if uh, other people are interested, there is a TV show. This is our second run through, uh, uh, called smash. I'm pretty sure this is my third run. Oh, well, it's my second. Run-through. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've been watching smash again because you know, when times get tough, you just need to watch smash again. <laughs> if you haven't heard of it, it's quite old. I think it's from maybe like... 2012? Yeah. 2011, oh yeah, 2012? yeah. Nearly 10 years old. Um, but it is about developing a show for Broadway. Um, they're making a Marilyn Monroe musical. This is mainly in the first season. Second season, Jeremy Jordan is in and they are trying to create a more modern musical called yeah. Hit List. It's great. The music from it is great. And I think they were actually trying to put Bombshell on as an actual Broadway musical, but like that's been trying to happen for the past like five yeah. years and it still hasn't happened, but I, it definitely has potential. Yeah. I would go see it. I think it's super interesting if you're into theatre to see some of the behind the scenes process, like the writing, the ideas, the workshops, mm. the casting. Yeah. It's really, and it's kind of cool to watch a musical grow from like nothing to something. And how much it changes as yeah. well. Like, and of this show is like ridiculous with the casting that they have in it. Like Christian Ball is one of the main writers as well as Deborah Messing from, um, God, what's the show that Will, she's in? Will and... Yeah, Will and Grace. Will and Grace, yeah. Um, And then her husband is Brian Darcy James and he has nothing to do with the Broadway world in the show, which I find hilarious. Uh, then you've also got um, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean is the director, Derek Wills. What's his name again? Uh, uh, Commodore Norrington, but I don't remember his actual <laughs> name. I did. I'll look it up just quickly. Um, and then... We've got Catherine McPhee and Megan Healty as the two main leading ladies that I think it vibe might be Jack for Marilyn. Yeah, Jack Davenport. Jack Davenport. Yeah. So he's not really in the Broadway scene, but he, you know, is in the show and he does a really good job too. Um, like I was saying, Catherine McPhee and Megan Healty going for um, the leading roles, which I find yeah. quite hilarious. They're very different performers. Uh, who else have Angelica we got? Houston, Angelica Houston, who is a of queen. course. What a queen. Uh, obviously, then we go into the um, second season with Jeremy Jordan. And, oh, God, she plays Anna. She was Wednesday Adams on Broadway. Um, Krista oh, Rodriguez. Uh, let me look it up. Are you talking about Anna Vargas? Yeah. 
Anna Vargas, played by... Krista Rodriguez? Uh, she's further down the list than I... <coughs> yeah, Krista Rodriguez. Oh, I've got this. Good. Yeah, Um. there's heaps of Broadway stars in the show. I've probably forgotten some like obvious people in the cast uh, that are famous, but... Leslie Odom. Leslie, o- Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> Pre-Hamilton. Pre he doesn't even have a huge role in the show. I think he's just like a reoccurring guest star. Yeah, there was a there was a moment where he came guest starring. And I'm like, he's he's in this show now. But that was like the episode he was leaving. I was like, yeah. okay, so that's why he's still guest starring. Yeah, it's just like insane that Leslie Odom Jr. is like a random like little dancer in this show. And then he yeah. went on and won a fucking Tony. But that's what a lot of people do. And a part of the show that we're coming up to as well, I think it's towards the end of the second season, is when they actually have the Tonys in the yes. show. But no, it is a really good... I think the Tonys um, is when we even meet, may meet... Um, Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel, Potentially. Yeah. I think it's coming up soon. But anyway, Smash is really good. Um, it gives you a really good taste um, with a lot of inside jokes about Broadway. I was reading the trivia on the um, IMDb the other day and they play a lot of... Um, like re-orchestrated Broadway soundtracks whenever they go to like fancy bars and stuff, which is really cool. Like I was like, oh, you know, in this scene, like they're doing a, there's a re-orchestrated version of like Butter Out of Cream from Catch Me If You Can in the background. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It is, yeah, I don't know. It's one of my favourite shows. It didn't rate very well in terms of like. I mean, it's only two seasons. I don't know. I don't know if they plan to do two seasons or more, but I don't know. I can see, like, some of the, sometimes it's a bit over the top, but I yeah. still find it very interesting. It's dramatic. It very, but, like, theatre's dramatic. Yeah. Like, it may not, it, it definitely feels more theatre than, like, a TV show. Maybe that's why people don't like it, but it's, like, mm. it's over the top like a musical is. Yeah. And that, it's perfect for, in that respect, I think. And they do have a few random, like, pop songs in there as well. Yeah. I remember when it was first coming out on TV here, and I the preview, I still remember, was her audition singing um, Beautiful by yeah. Christina Aguilera, and I was like... Like, Dad goes, oh, this is a musical show you might like. And I was like, it looks weird. Like, I don't want to watch a show where they sing pop songs. I want to watch a musical show. And I didn't realise that was what it was about. No, I was saying I wanted to watch a (laughs) Broadway show. And I just, like, they didn't obviously advertise it well enough because young Alana was not interested. (laughs) Young Alana is interested. (laughs) Uh, Old Alana is interested too. But, yeah, no. Uh, you can't really stream it off anywhere at the moment, though. You can, if you want to watch it, it's uh, you can buy it on Google Play, Apple, or Microsoft. You can buy it. You can buy it. Uh, it's worth the investment. We can say we love yeah, it. But, I, uh, yeah, watch it all the time. You can probably, I don't know, it seems like the kind of show that there might be a couple episodes on YouTube if you want to give it a taste. I don't know. People tend to do that sometimes with shows like or this. Or even just like listen to the recording of it. Yeah. There's quite a few of the albums are on um, Spotify and they're really good, but they're a bit of a mix. So, like, some of the albums will have stuff from both first and second season. Some of them will exclusively be from Bombshell. And so, they, sometimes they'll go from, like, Bombshell to Hit List, so it's a complete change yeah. in vibe. Like. <laughs> Hit List is like, I'm going to jump off this bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Marilyn's like, I'm at a baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's really good. Um, even though I did say I wasn't interested in shows that, parody or sing perform pop songs i'm also watching zoe's extraordinary playlist at the moment on stan um which is really weird but like quirky good weird it's definitely i think someone said it's a cross between like maybe what's the one that you watch that's um like the startup office in san fran 
what silicon yeah silicon, silicon valley. valley it's like a cross between silicon valley and like maybe like a rom-com tv show like a new girl and um glee because it's like it is based in san fran and she works in a really crazy startup that has like a cereal bar and like wheelie desks but she's also got like she's got like a gender fluid person who lives opposite her who she tells about her secret power. Her secret power, by the way, is that she was in an MRI machine during an earthquake and now somehow in her head she can she can see everyone singing their feelings and so she'll just be walking into the office and her boss will be like singing like, I ain't get no satisfaction, but everyone else obviously can't see that and so she has to figure out like, how to help them to get them to stop singing and annoying her pretty much is the vibe of the show. It's very lighthearted. Like I watched the first episode with my sister and she was like, this is ridiculous. This is obviously Mads who is on the show as well sometimes. And then she ended up watching the first episode and crying at the end because she got so emotionally invested. So it is good. And another extra good part about it is that her dad had like a stroke or something and he can't communicate very well with the family, but because she has this power, he can sing songs to her in her mind. So that's a way that she communicates with her dad. Um, I don't know. You've seen bits of it. Yeah. <laughs> looks interesting. The don't know if it's really my it vibe, is, uh, but you know. Lorelai is Lorelai's in it. Lorelai's in it. That's and Skylar Aston is in it. Do love me some yeah. Skylar Aston <laughs> as well. And um, Alex Newell, who I remember, um, he was on Glee, but I think, I'm not sure if he goes as they now or she. He is the one that plays the gender fluid character across the whole, but he started on the Glee project, which was a TV show they had forecasting of glee it was like a reality competition and then if you win you got to be a reoccurring character on glee um and so he started in that and then he went and played unique who was um a true not trans potentially like a drag queen kind of character in um an opposing team on glee and then now he is playing a um gender fluid character who lives across the hall from zoe so yeah how good yeah lots of reoccurring musical people that show up in all these different shows isn't there <laughs> yeah <laughs> And there's, so that's some, we've given you plenty of options to get you through your quarantine and isolation times. Definitely. Uh, I think at the moment, Andrew Lloyd Webber is also streaming one of his shows for free every Saturday. Yes. I think we're going to be tuning in for Jesus Christ Jesus with Christ Tim Minchin. So we may do an episode on That'll that. That'll be this Friday coming. Yeah. So yeah. whenever this, I think this episode will it'll come out this Easter. week. So it'll, it'll be, be over Easter. Yeah. So that's another option if you're really dying for content. And we're going to try and do this more regularly and try and find as many musical movies we can watch. And I don't know. We might have to resort to a very pot of musical. But, <laughs> you know, I will no, have no complaints about yeah. that. We can go into the depths of Starkid if we must. But yeah, if you're worried about uh, all your shows getting cancelled, don't worry. We got you. We'll find you the best uh, possible content you can watch from the safety of your own home. But uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thanks uh, for listening to us fangirl about Jeremy Jordan, Jeremy Jordan. and... <laughs> funny Broadway musical TV yeah. shows. Uh, if you take away things. anything from this, uh, Smash. I mean, not Smash, Newsies. Newsies, but Newsies and, and Smash. Smash. Both good. Yeah, both but amazing. I, I, I highly recommend I both. I would recommend Smash. No, I don't know. Smash and Newsies first. Yeah. Then if you're going down to the bottom of the filter, you've always got Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist or a rewatch of Glee. Glee. Or I have seen this show on Disney Plus as well called Encore, which is pretty hilarious because it's all of these um, high school productions, like 20 years later, they reunite and they get a Broadway director in to help them put their senior year show on. And so they have like Beauty and the Beast and Oklahoma. And That's a pretty fun show. I think you get a lot out of that if you did do musicals yeah, in high school Yeah, if you as did well. a high school musical. 
and you know you've got all of the dynamics that you have that people are still holding on to like there was this chick who dated the main guy who was the beast and she still didn't get over the way that he broke up with her 20 years later and they were still dealing with their drama from that so I find the bit of the sob story personal growth thing a bit boring but when they actually put the show on at the end it's so interesting (laughs) especially because not a lot of them aren't very talented but that's fine (laughs) what we're saying is Disney plus has most things you could possibly want to get you through this but also stand in Netflix but also stand in Netflix Uh, probably not free to air TV that's all just the news at the moment (laughs) yeah and you don't want to watch the news it's depressing whereas musical theater is uplifting yeah and we are uplifting yes we are (laughs) so uh, thank you for coming and letting us uplift you today thank you and I'm sorry that it's only us two but you'll be stuck with us for a while yeah we might get some Skype guests in but we'll see how we go (laughs) until then I've been Morgan. I've been Alana. And this has been Music Cool. Cool. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production.